So uh, with uh, Monday, Thursday, that great commandment to uh, go forth, to celebrate that sacrament, to live in his redeeming love each and every day, we bring focus uh, this evening, this Thursday, as we do each and every year uh, to the Lord's Supper. Uh, And that's uh, very important in the life of our church, for every believer here. Uh, You call the Lord's Supper many things, whether you call it communion, whether you call it the bread and the cup, uh, whether you call it the Lord's Supper. It's something that matters for the life of the Christian. So, I, I think it only appropriate that you and I go to a text about that very thing at the Lord's Supper. Uh, The book of 1 Corinthians, it's very interesting, this 11th chapter. uh, It talks about many things, but several of the things that it mentions, that it highlights, uh, is everything from conduct at the Lord's Supper to what we are going to read this evening about the institution of the Lord's Supper. And it also ends... Uh, near the latter part of chapter 11 about examining oneself, being fully and wholly prepared for this supper. So, I, I would just invite you to go back when you have time this evening and read that entire 11th chapter. I, I know that it will bless you. But what I want to do uh, is center on this text, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26, the institution of the Lord's Supper. Hear now these words. This is Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. He says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, And he said this, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And verse 26 For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. So, church, there is an image that uh, came to me as I was uh, preparing for this evening and and as I was spiritually preparing myself uh, for uh, the sermon uh, that I want to offer this evening. And and the image that came to me, uh, I want to show to you now uh, on the screen. Uh, And it uh, basically is of a chain, uh, links uh, in a chain, something that you and I are are very familiar with. Maybe you use uh, chains often uh, in your life. Maybe you don't use chains at all. But but it's something that I think uh, packs a, a really 
powerful spiritual message. So when I think about a chain, okay, I, I think about something that is very sturdy. Is it not something that's very sturdy, something that's very durable, okay? Something that very obviously these links are connected together. And, and that's, where, that's where I want to go, okay? Looking at the links in this chain, think about a chain being something in terms of the spiritual life as connecting us to the Almighty God, connecting us to Jesus Christ. And I think that's so, so very important. So I, I just want to go through this scripture, you know, as we're thinking about a chain. It's durable. Uh, it, it is connected. It ultimately can help the user in multiple ways. Now, now, now watch this. Watch how beautifully uh, the Apostle Paul kind of weaves the Scripture into the life of uh, a, a, a sacramental life, a, a, a life of communion, a, a life of recognizing Jesus Christ. What, watch, watch this. He, he says here, as he's writing uh, to the church at Corinth, he says, verse 23, For I have received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. So he's got this spiritual insight, okay, that he doesn't want to hold on to in any way, in any kind of selfish way. He wants to write about it. He wants to preach about it. He wants to travel, and he wants to deliver this message. And part of that message is his own life, his own transformation. So he goes on to say, this delivering to you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took the bread. There we go. The institution of the Lord's Supper begins. Verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You see, that is a link then in a spiritual chain. I want us to think of it like that, speaking about Christ's body that has been broken for you, church, for you, absolutely for you. He goes on. He furthers his message. Verse 25, 25, and he says, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying this, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. There you go, church. There is another link in the spiritual chain that connects the believer to God Almighty, to that supper, to Jesus Christ, speaking of himself and what he must do on the cross at Calvary. So hold on to that link, that chain link of the cup and of the bread. Now I want to speak of something here that Paul speaks of in verse 26, where he says, for as often as you eat this bread, there it is, the spiritual link in the chain, and drink this cup, 
another spiritual link that connects him and the church to Jesus and to God Almighty. Here it is. You proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Wow. Wow. So we're going now with a spiritual chain here, a connection, a bond, okay? And then here in verse 26, he speaks about something that I think needs a little clarity. And I want to offer it in this way, okay? Church, you and I, as believers, we proclaim a past event that has happened on a timeline in history that is real, that is documented, and that is recorded. And that, that past event, okay, the reason why we are here in this very moment, that past event is another link in this spiritual chain, and it is simply this, that Jesus Christ went to the cross at Calvary to pay our sin debt in full. You see, that is a link in this spiritual chain. Let me say that again. We recognize this evening a past event, and that is Jesus Christ went to the cross at Calvary to pay our sin debt in full. He didn't halfway do it. He fully did it, and it is done. So you see that in itself, that past event, the why of why Christ went to the cross, that's a link in that spiritual chain. Now stay with me here. There's biblical truth in that, and I want to back it up with the Scriptures. A Scripture that we all know, okay, that we all know that testifies to Jesus Christ paying our sin debt in full, and that being a link in that chain that connects us to God, John 3, 16. And if you feel comfortable and are led, you can say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And then there is another scripture, okay, to back up that spiritual truth about Jesus Christ paying our sin debt in full. It comes from the book of Romans, the sixth chapter, verse 23. Listen to this. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. There it is, another link in the chain. Now, as Paul talks about this past event, he also says, till he comes again, till he comes again. This sounds a lot like we're speaking about Advent, right? A birth long ago, and the fact that Jesus will come again. Here we are just a few days before Easter, Monday, Thursday, and we're revisiting that biblical truth, that we are recognizing a past event, Christ's death, but we're also recognizing that Jesus Christ will come again one day. 
and it will be done, and it will be finished, and it will be completed, and a new Jerusalem, as Scripture says, will be ushered in. Listen to this about Jesus coming again. He says it beautifully in the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verse 3. These are the Savior's words. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will what? Come again and receive you unto myself, Jesus says, that where I am, you may be also. You see, a past event. Jesus had to go to the cross at Calvary, pay that sin debt in full, but there's also a future hope and a future reality as well that Jesus will come again. There it is, another link in the spiritual chain that we need to know about. So church, let me just bring it all together here. Think about the sacrament. Just, if you would, just, just focus your attention on the bread and on the cup. The body of Jesus Christ, the cup of salvation. Now listen to this. Every time, church, absolutely every time that you and I participate in the Lord's Supper, in communion, you and I, you ready for this? Add another spiritual link to the chain. Think about it in that way. That's exactly what we're doing. Every time we participate in the Lord's Supper, spiritually speaking, we are adding as believers another link in that sturdy, dependable chain that connects us to the grace, to the love, to the forgiveness, and the mercy of God Almighty that we know in Jesus Christ. Now watch this. The spiritual chain, the spiritual chain, it links us and connects us to God Almighty and to Jesus Christ the Son, who what? What does our mystery of faith say? It says, he died, he rose, and he will come again. So just know this evening that as we speak about, as we participate in, and as we experience the bread and the cup, it becomes more than that. It is a way in which we are linking ourselves, connecting ourselves to the redeeming love of God. It starts with Jesus and it ends with Jesus. And we're thankful this evening and always that he is the king and the redeemer. Amen and amen.